Michael Swickard here. Welcome to Enchanting People of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili, it's from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. Every Monday and Friday, I do historical and cultural New Mexico podcast. Wednesdays, like today, I celebrate people. One of the icons of New Mexico was born in Roswell, New Mexico in 1904, eight years before New Mexico became a state. In his lifetime, not just New Mexico, not just the United States, the entire world took notice of his talent and treasured his artistry. I'm talking about Peter Hurd, a painter who has left many lasting images for all time, especially around San Patricio, New Mexico. The man we refer to as Peter Hurd was actually born Harold Hurd Jr. and was called for some reason Pete as a child. He legally changed his name to Peter as an adult. His father, Harold Hurd Sr., was from Boston and practiced law in New York City until needing to move to Roswell for his health, he did so. So Harold Jr., we'll call him Peter, was raised near Roswell on a ranch. He spent his time exploring the land, which is well reflected in his paintings much later in his life. For high school, he was a cadet at New Mexico Military Institute in Roswell. He was awarded uh, an appointment to the U.S. Military Academy at West Point in 1921. However, he was honorably allowed to resign since his art just would not wait. He even sold a painting to one of the officers at West Point. They thought his painting was great. In 1923, Hurd went to Haversford uh, College, located near Philadelphia. In December of that year, something important happened. He contacted the famous illustrator Newell Converse Wythe, better known as N.C. Wythe, a painter and illustrator who in his lifetime created about 3,000 paintings while illustrating about 112 books. Peter Hurd became one of Weiss' private students while living in, are you ready for this, the family barn. <laughs> he went to the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts in 1924 at the direction of Weiss. The entire Weiss family was taken by this skinny New Mexico lad who always wore cowboy boots. In fact, in 1929, after being around each other for five years, Peter Hurd married N.C. Weiss' eldest daughter, Henriette, who was also a fine painter. In 1934, Peter and his wife moved back to New Mexico, where he stayed the rest of his life. They started by buying 40 acres in San Patricio, New Mexico, which is on Highway 70 between the communities of Hondo and Glencoe. It's west of Roswell, about 40, 45 miles. Over the years, they acquired more land, ending up with what's now called the Centennial Ranch, and it has about 2,200 acres. This part of New Mexico in that valley provided much material for his work as he focused on the common workers and people of the valley. His wife, Henriette, she was a good painter. She painted floral studies, still-life paintings, along with oil, uh, oil pay, pay, portraits. They were proud parents of three children, Peter, Carol, and Michael Hurd. The youngest, Michael, was born in 1946 and didn't really start painting 
until he was 30, but is a fine landscape and portrait painter, still working today at his art. This is Michael Swickert, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Each Wednesday, we do a podcast on people special to New Mexico. Hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. We're talking about the world-famous painter Peter Hurd. Did you know that he was the first actor in the title role of Billy the Kid in the inaugural Last Escape of Billy the Kid pageant stage in 1940 in Lincoln, New Mexico, which is where Billy the Kid escaped from. In fact, every year of the pageant, it staged pretty close to the very spot where Billy was able to engineer a getaway shortly before he was to be hung. The role of Billy the Kid required someone who could ride a horse, handle a six-shooter, and have the look and feel of an outlaw. Well, Peter Hurd was raised on a ranch outside Roswell and attended New Mexico Military Institute a year at West Point where he boxed on the team. So he was the initial Billy the Kid. And then later, sometime later, they were asking him if he was interested. Peter Hurd thought he might play Billy again. However, he told the story, he attended a rehearsal and noticed suddenly that the bullets being fired by the reenactors Well, some of them bounced off the walls, which if they were firing blanks would not do. So he stepped back and said, I'll let somebody else have all that honor since he thought they had some live rounds in some of those pistols. One of the best Peter Heard works was his Billy the Kid painting that was called The Last Escape of Billy the Kid. It is so lively and true to life as the landscape. You can see the Capitan Mountains behind and a horse with Billy on it. Peter Hurd wrote as to his interest in Billy the Kid, the romantic side of his rebellious nature and his willingness to buck the system is why I like him. Well, World War II began, and Peter Hurd was hired by Life magazine and attached to the U.S. Army Air Corps, with U.S. Air Force later, as a war correspondent doing what he called war sketches. He was someone like uh, Bill Malden or Ernie Pyle. I've covered them last couple of weeks on Wednesdays. And that he covered the war and showed the human side of the individual citizen soldiers in the field. Because he'd been trained at the New Mexico Military Institute, he understood the military better than some other correspondents and was able to focus on lasting images of the conflict. Because he was in a war zone and a lot of stuff was happening, he was forced to draw his images very quickly, and it was great training to hone his talents. At one point, though, he was dissatisfied with the line drawings and started using watercolors for his images. Now, back home in Lincoln County, Peter Hurd continued with another part of painting to which we are still amazed. He was doing large-scale murals like at New Mexico Military Institute or at Texas Tech and and Lubbock, I mean really large. Uh, He also painted many of these large paintings uh, that he was selling at that time in Egg Tempera, which the prints are still 40 years uh, later in great demand. Mia have a signed print of the Red Pickup, which was painted just north and west of Roswell, and has a view that my aunt and uncle had at their house out there. It's both artistic and personal. The large painting is complemented by a small red pickup 
going down a dusty road off of Pine Lodge Road with a storm possibly coming up. I saw it exhibited and its real size made it really magnificent. Even my framed print is very nice. And I think of my Aunt Shirley and Uncle Ralph Smith uh, every time I look at it because that was the view really from the house they had out there. In the 1950s, Peter Hurd and a couple assistants painted a group of fresco murals. And over a two-year period of time, they did one a week with the theme of Western pioneers and influential West Texas leaders that made Texas what it is today, and you can still see those murals. Michael Swickard, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Each Wednesday, we do a podcast about people special to New Mexico. Now, there's one painting that is tied to Peter Hurd, and I need to talk about it. Uh, to the best of what I know, this painting and the kind of kerfluffle that happened is not well understood. Now, he had done uh, a different head of state. He had done King Faisal of Saudi Arabia. Everything was just fine. And at the time, President Lyndon Johnson was the president, and he was on the cover of Time magazine, and it was a kind of a small drawing that uh, Peter Hurd had done about the president-elect, and so there, he had already had one painting there. So he was commissioned to do the presidential portrait of Lyndon Baines Johnson, the 36th president of these United States. Now, the way it usually worked, Peter Hurd would have at least 30 hours of Lyndon Johnson sitting quietly to get the painting, to get everything just right. Johnson, being Johnson, gave him 30 minutes at Camp David and fell asleep during the 30 minutes. So Peter Hurd had photographs. And one thing that the historians do not seem to know, I was the publisher and editor of the Lincoln County News from 1978 to 1981. In the files was a picture taken by a previous publisher from about 1966, and it had Peter Hurd, and he was painting the famous LBJ painting and it looked very much like it. And he was using a man who resembled Johnson. And it was Bud Payne, who at the time was the county coroner and other times was a Lincoln County commissioner. Bud was the stand-in. And I have a picture of that painting while, while Peter Hurd was doing it. And there was Bud Payne taking the place of Lyndon Johnson. Hurd worked on the 48 by 38 inch painting for about 400 hours. Wow. President Johnson was said to have rejected saying, that's the ugliest thing I ever saw. Now, I have it on good authority that Johnson was very cranky that day. Things were really not going well in his war in Vietnam, and he was trying to decide if he was going to run for a second term. And what one person said to me that I think was probably closer to the truth was that Lyndon Johnson was a very handsome man earlier in life and was actually quite vain about his, how handsome he was. Well, and so, you know, he felt the painting, which was quite accurate, showed his age too well. And when he said the ugly, he was really talking about himself. That's what it was. Somebody else made the Johnson presidential painting for the White House and Peter Hurd donated his Johnson uh, portrait to the Smithsonian's National 
Portrait Gallery, where it is today, and it's actually a very popular uh, exhibit. People come and look at it because, friends, it really does look like Lyndon Johnson. Even though Lyndon Johnson didn't like it, he uh, what you knew from from uh, Peter Hurd was he got that exactly right. One interesting thing, though, and I have to tell you, is that President Lyndon Johnson, on his second to the last day in the office of president, he was at the National Press Club, and it was recorded. He was speaking about different things as being president, and he talked about being misquoted, and he said, I remember that Peter Heard painting. Do you all remember that Peter Heard painting? I said it was ugly. Actually, I thought it was pretty good likeness, except for one little detail. He left off my halo. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a, a good take on that. If you're interested in some of Peter Hurd's work or the work of his wife, Henriette Wythe, and Michael Hurd, you can see those paintings at the Hurd La Rinconada Gallery in San Patricio, New Mexico. He died in 1984 at the age of 80, and his work today, 40 years later, is just as popular as it was during his lifetime. Peter Hurd, painter for the world, master painter for all time. I'm glad he was here. Michael Swickard, Enchanting People of New Mexico. So every Wednesday, we do a podcast on people special to New Mexico. You can hit subscribe to automatically get those podcasts and you also can do one more thing if you think it's something some of your friends or neighbors would like you can copy the link and send it to your friends and let them hear about peter Hurd. let me tell you about some products at the fresh chili company that i find wonderful we have a mild green chili most people love the chili flavor but they don't want too much taste heat so this veritable special machete Hatch chopped green chili is only made with one inch thickly chopped uh, machete chili. It has a heat level below average compared to other types. We have a medium one. There's a medium. It's a big gym. And hot, you like hot? We got a matador that is really good and hot if that's what you like. So friends, for the flavor of chili that's just the right taste heat for you, we've got three to discover where one of them will be just right for you. You can get the mild, you can get the medium, and you can get the extra hot, whichever works for you. Michael Swickard here, Enchanting People of New Mexico. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you'd like me to talk about in a future podcast, write to me, michael at freshchilico.com. Michael at FreshChiliCo.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more is better. Bye for now.